Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead. Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Breathe normally as oxygen is flowing even if the mask does not Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and talk about sexuality. I have my friend Shane with me again. <laughs> Ew. What the <laughs> fuck was that? <laughs> oh my. <laughs> okay. Sis is barking. I'm joking. Uh, oh, my feet are barking, though. I need a foot massage. Mm. Bay. I'm, I have no bay. Mine's away. Huh? Listen, mine's off at work. Away oh. for work. And I'm like, he normally gives me foot massages. I need that. I'm spoiled. I need that. I need I to get my life, life together. I need it. At least I'm at least I'm dating with intent. So that's 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 good. I could find somebody who has a foot fetish so I can make them my bay. Let's do what? That. Girl. I want somebody with the foot fetish so that they can worship my feet. Feet worship over here, girl. Like, give me all the foot massages that you can must. You can suck these toes to. I'm okay with it all. Like, (laughs) what? Do you like manicure? (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) Get me taken care of today. We are supposed to be talking about black fetishization, and I'm over here talking about manicures because I want one. Anyways. So, oh, before we go into the actual topic, uh, I know I needed to mention this on some other episodes, but you you all hear the uh, end credits about this. But with Shane, all of our episodes is all about uh, suicide prevention. So be on the lookout for that message at the end of the uh, episode that would be there for you. Most definitely if you are in that space that you are either contemplating harming yourself um suicide or anything like that just know that you have people here who love you and we want to see you here tomorrow even if we don't know you personally it's still true um so yes shame yes we're talking all about black fetishization i've experienced it and I know I've your ass it. experienced it. What do you mean my ass? How do you know? Because you're a Black woman who lives in America. I don't know too many who have not. <laughs> With the thickness called my thighs. Yes. My thighs so. are quite lovely people. I will admit that. <laughs> Second to only my breast. Which are phenomenal. Hey, it takes work. it takes work and genetics boom boom now so shane yes when it comes to black fetishization i have to bring it up because you are in an interracial relationship with the white now let me stop i don't know if he's white i know he's white (laughs) white we're okay with white men (laughs) you think i'm dating a white man you think i'm dating with the whites around here if you are offended that's because you're a white that's the reason why but we're okay with the different pronunciation between white and white it's a huge difference one votes for freedom the other votes for trump and if you were like, hold up, Trump is all for freedom. No, <laughs> I said what the fuck I said. <laughs> I just need you um, white people to also be voting for reparations for the uh, people of color. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> we need this shit. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> anyway, so Shane. Yes. How are things in your current relationship? We're going really good. Going really good. Did y'all by any chance have that conversation about um, being fetishized as a black woman? We did, straight off the bat. Mm. Like, I didn't want to get too deep in this relationship and come to find out it's just a fetish. Mm. Like, so I brought it up within like this third, within like a month or so of us uh, actually talking. 
Now, when you say talking, is that like going out on dates as well? Yeah, like, like okay. dating, like this casual dating and stuff like that. So how did that conversation go? It went really well. He understood where I was coming from because while he, he said he's never experienced it as a white man, but he can see how it can make me feel less than human. Mm. Cause, like, Because it, it has happened to me before and it was just... It was devastating. It's like, could you really think this person is into you for you and come to find out? No, it's because they wanted to try something new. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not a toy. I'm not something you just pick up and put down when you're finished with it. You're a whole ass person. Yeah, like I'm a person. Like, don't treat me like anything else. And I know, like, even from my experience, because um, th- my my issue with a lot of um, white men often <laughs> happen because uh, it, it's it's always something random either they'll uh, reach out to me be like bbc question mark and i'm like who invited you to no mm-hmm. um and not saying that I have a small penis because it's i think it's a decent size but at the same time i'm just like first and foremost i don't consider my penis as being a cock uh, second, <laughs> it's a dick. <laughs> so, no, absolutely, there's no BB, there's no big black cock over here because I'm not a rooster. Okay, thank you. Uh, secondly, that shows me off the rip that your only interest in me is because you have this fantasy mm-hmm. of having sex with black men because you feel as though all black men have big dicks. And that's a standard that, okay, on on stereotypes, at least that's the one thing that we get as Black men. At least that's the one thing. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm not a sexual, like you said, I'm not a toy. I'm not a sexual object for you to play with. Like, if your only interest in me is because of what you hear on the streets, then why are you trying to get in my sheets? Because I don't need you. Like, it's so, it's just so dehumanizing to uh, have to be considered a BBC or uh, mm-hmm. a one-time thing or an experiment, something to try, the exotic flavor to my lifestyle. Yeah. Like, it's, it's very uncomfortable. Um, and when... Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I was like, I remember this going off like this to stereotype for sexualizations. It was, I was dating, talking to one person. They thought I would just sleep with them immediately because that's apparently something Black women do. Like, being super promiscuous and super sexualized i'm like i hate the world right now that is a stereotype like even when you look at some of the films that uh, we've watched that have like prostitutes in it there's a high number of black women that are prostitutes versus white women when it's actually Mm -hmm. a lot of a diversity when it comes to those who are recruited to be prostitutes yeah sex workers there's a big field Oh, oh, when it comes like to sex, very diverse. yes, it's very diverse. Hella diverse. That's one of the few things that I would consider is an EEOC in the United States is sex work. But like, yeah, it's the, the fetishization is just so like, why? Like, what makes you comfortable enough to approach someone? Oh, what you say? Your whole, let's say it's your whole fucking chest. It's like to say that shit through your whole fucking chest. It's like just to make those, just to go off a stereotype with your whole chest without asking a question. Like, what, what would you, what were some of the experiences you had with um, being fetishized? Like, like I, like, I tell you, like, thinking I'm just going to have sex with them right away. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, no, I just met you. I don't know you. I don't, I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I don't have sex on the first date. If I don't know you. And what was their reaction after that? They were very shocked. They're like, we thought all black women like sex. I'm like, we like sex. But a lot of us like to see where this goes first before we just start fucking around. Mm. And then one thought I was just going to be be cool being like with being a baby mom. I'm like, who the fuck said that? Wait, he you thought know, that you would just be comfortable with just being a, a baby mo- mama to a random dude? Mm-hmm. So he he approached the situation as in, let me shoot up the club so you can have my baby and abandon it. I'm not sure about the abandon part because I didn't let him get that far. I told him good night. 
<laughs> the caucasity oh my lord like, this was being a white man it wasn't no that's interesting i need to know was it black man he was mixed with something i'm not even sure if he identified as black because my other guess was going to be somebody that's possibly asian that wow like oh shane can you hear me yeah i can hear you okay like who approaches somebody and automatically think they are comfortable with just being a stranger's baby mama someone who's watched a lot of hip-hop videos and other stupid shit (laughs) just watched a lot of like i'm not sure how to describe it it's like a bunch of movies and stuff where we're always they mamas we're never wise we're somehow always they mama Mm, that's real and never the successful single mother either always needing somebody Mm. else to lift them up out of whatever situation they're in this country is so fucked up <laughs> like wow like i remember there was this um one time i was in Macon actually and i i have not hooked up with that many non-black people mm-hmm. um but this situation it was a, a white man a white yeah. man and um uh, he like invited me over and everything you know we we're like having conversation uh, for a while because you know I'm, I'm i'm hella hesitant when it comes to white people anyways so i was like you know what it is what it is let me just go ahead and hook up i'm horny whatever so get to their get to his place and i see some other dude in there and this dude is naked and i'm like what the fuck is going on and he's like oh that's my partner he just likes to watch and i'm just like so we couldn't have had the conversation about that before i drove over here and now i'm bombarded with this yeah situation like i might have actually been into it but i i could have mentally prepared myself for that or Mm -hmm. um because trust me i'm okay with somebody watching me have sex that that's not a problem but if i'm aware of that beforehand and it's not just like oh guess what this whole ass human being is here too to watch us have sex and i didn't even know about this whole ass human being like what (laughs) like the expectation that oh i'm automatically going to be into it was the thing that was hella disrespectful to me yeah like that that is uh disrespectful (laughs) and i i will be honest i've attempted to have you know some kind of connection with uh with other white men well not other white men because i'm not well yes in general other white men and i let them know up front i have a history with white men there is racial trauma there Mm -hmm. and if you really are interested in just a hookup it's not going to be a one-time conversation situation because i need to know exactly who i'm hooking up with because i need to know that i'm not going to be a fetish of yours yeah and that when we are having sex you're not going to want to do slave play you're not going to want to uh, dehumanize me during the sexual act or that you're not going to be saying oh i love that big black this that big black dick that big black ass i don't i don't need that i don't want that in my bed The Holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression. When it comes to sexual expression, we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually. For those who have not learned this by now, the stuff you see in porn is not real. Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss include kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy Podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation. dick that big black ass i don't i don't need that i don't want that in my bedroom Mm -hmm.
So I need to make sure that if I'm going to engage with, in a sexual encounter with you, that I do not become an item during the act, that I'm still going to be a whole ass human, human in your eyes throughout the entire sexual encounter. Mm-hmm. But this is why I don't pull numbers in that population. <laughs> because I, I, I guess the universe is just like, oh, let me see uh, what we're going to do to fuck with you on this one. Yeah. <laughs> I seem to always, I have trauma with Black men. Mm. I don't know what it is, but the ones that seem to show interest in me, in me are always the controlling, this controlling type, fuck it. Mm-hmm. And you and I both, I don't like being told what to do. Facts. One nigga legit was like, you can't have any male friends. I'm like, you can go. So he 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 thought he thought that you was gonna <laughs> girl, you should have called me and I could have pulled up and like, hey, this is one male friend. <laughs> so nigga, what's up? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I have to give up some of the people who've been in my life for 10 plus years, like who have been with me, been through my journey, watched me grow as a person for you. Nigga, I met you two months ago. You ain't shit. Oh, the insecurities lower. <laughs> I'm like, for like, cause he, I'm in a group chat with you and our friends from Mercer. Mm-hmm. You're obviously male. Then I'm in another group chat that's pretty, I'm the only girl in it. But these, like, I've known them for years. Like they're family at this point. Mm-hmm. That's essentially telling me to abandon my family. I'm like, no, you haven't even met them. He didn't even want to meet them. I'm like, I guess you can go. <laughs> as soon as you try to like lay down that law, I'm like, you can get the fuck out. Like, don't get me wrong. Like that works for some people. Mm-hmm. For, for some couples, I'm not going to knock it, but it's not for me. Like for me, the only way I would not knock that if it's not coming from a place of insecurity. Yeah. If it's all based in your insecurity, you need to. You need to get to that point where you can be comfortable with whoever your partner has as a friend. Because I know for myself, you can't steal anything that is like you cannot ruin my relationship for one. Mm-hmm. You might come into the um into the situation thing, oh, I can steal your your man, I can steal your girl, or whatever whoever I'm dating at that point. You can come into the situation thinking that, but you're not. <laughs> mm-hmm. You you don't know that you are an option that my partner is making to take part of. You're not stealing anything because we already had the conversation saying that was okay. So <laughs> what the fuck do you think you're actually doing? Nothing. Yeah. And if you if my partner so happens to cheat, I don't, I don't give a partner one time to cheat. Oh yeah, I have zero tolerance. I'm like, you can go. You can go. Like. If you if you have so much interest out there that you cannot communicate with me about those interests that you have to hide it, then I don't need you here. It is yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I just don't have a good track record with men. Well, black men. I don't even know why it just started happening. I'm like, what the fuck am I? I have bad luck with y'all niggas. Goddamn. <laughs> like one got mad at me because I I actually want to eat when I go out. I'm not going to get a small to make you feel better in life. I, hell, one got mad at me because I paid for my own fucking meal. Child, there's just so much insecurity when it comes to black men. It's it's I'm it's like, so I like I do with quite it. straight up toxic too. And I'm like, listen, like I didn't assume you're going to pay for my dinner. I didn't assume anything, but you're starting to piss me off. And then I'm slick at the mouth, but I don't care. I'm going <laughs> to fucking say it. If you cross a line, I'm sorry. I'm about to beat your ass back over that line. <laughs> like, whether it's physically or verbally, you, you're not going to cross a line and expect me just to go with it. You're not going to just mm-hmm. say whatever the fuck it is you want. And then was going to sit there and take it. Because that's what one, like, two of them thought like that. I'm like, who the fuck are you talking to? Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm the man, da, da, da. I'm like, you can man your ass up that fucking door. And like, that's, that's the issue. Like that's, that's part of why I wrote the essential guide on how to be a hoe is to help men get rid of their, to help men get rid of their toxic traits. And let's say if, uh, let's say if you, um, if the guy is 
so fixated in being a toxic person. You need someone to let them let you know or let them know that it is okay to relinquish some of the things that you were taught as a child that says that this is what makes them, makes up a man because a man is very versatile. You don't yeah. have to be in this little box. You don't have to always be the provider. Sometimes you need someone to help you because what's the purpose of running yourself ragged just to put, um, put on an image of someone that you're not? Yeah, like, then, it's not stress because I feel like that causes a lot of stress too. Mm-hmm. Then they take and, that stress out on, on whoever they're with and it's like, I'm not it. Go go find a punching bag somewhere else, a verbal punching bag, I hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but abuse is abuse. Like, I don't condone any of it, but if, but if she's going to, well, she or he, if they're going to sit there and take it, I can't tell them what to do with their fucking life. True. I can say it's like, hey, that's not healthy. You shouldn't put up with that. But if that's what they want to stick with, mm-hmm. I'm not going to really waste my breath because a lot of them, they'll do what the fuck they want to do. You can't help someone that doesn't want to be helped. So it's like, oh, well, mm-hmm. I did have one of them, one of them that my mother ruined me because I am outspoken, very independent, fuck you type. I'm like, jokes on you. My uncles taught me this. <laughs> my uncles and my dad, they're like, fuck them up. Because the way the kids, the grandkids are born in my family, it was nothing but girls. Mm-hmm. My oldest male cousin is 12 years younger than me. Well, no, no, about 10 years or so. He's the same age as my brother. Like, he just went to college. Hmm. So you can tell there's a pretty decent age gap there. And they're like, fuck it. We're still going to teach you how to fight. <laughs> and it's a, it's a useful skill for a lot of women to have. Yeah, like, my, my uncles are like, my uncles, they may not be faithful, but they're not going to just hit a woman. Mm-hmm. They're like, you don't know how to fight, damn it. You're not going to be a statistic. Right. They're like, if he steps out of line, cuss him out. Dot him up. If Only if he hits you first. Like, don't just be one of the bitches that's just hitting niggas. But cuss him out. Put him in a damn place. My uncles and my dad made sure to instill that in us. So everything like, oh, your mom. No, the men in my family told me how to do this. And I think there's like so many men out here that is looking like they'll say oh i want someone strong but when somebody strong comes up to them and show them what real strength is that's when you see the real coward that they are and i'm like that's fine and all that just means you need to find yourself that means you need to find the strength that you have within yourself to be there for that strong person that you're asking for and in order for you to feel strong you have to find someone that will allow you to be this toxic version of yourself that doesn't even make you happy because you're so Mm -hmm. super stressed out for why to put up an image man there is nothing in the world that needs you to be that fucking stressed nothing okay maybe maybe raising kids but that's a whole nother matter (laughs) altogether facts facts kids you don't know this motherfucker gonna go to sleep or stay for another four hours for no reason (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> kids will stress you out without realizing that you are stressed out they wild ass creatures but that's a that's a whole nother matter right and like that's why that I, I would say this is why this conversation is very important because like black fetishization does is it's, it's something that happens across the board because mm-hmm. there's an expectation that we often set for people um no, black people fetishize each other mm-hmm that does happen. It is, it is wild. Like black men expect black women to have these big ass booties, mm-hmm. and black women expect black men to have these big old dicks. Right, and it's it's just so it's it it, it causes a lot more internal struggle within our community because this is stuff that what that didn't come from us essentially. Because when you think about uh, how these st- uh, stereotypes developed, a lot of these came from slavery. And they just put that into this is the identity of the black person here in America, mm-hmm. and also kind of stretch that ideology across the country, uh, across the um, globe. But it's like when I'm engaging with um, other black men uh, on these dating apps and whatever, there's still that um, aspect that I'm supposed to be acting a certain way 
mm-hmm. because this is how the black I'm not even gay, but the, this is how the black gay is supposed to be. Or what is you mean? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> this is how. This is how. Like even when it comes to um, black women uh, that I've actually shown interest with in the past, um, there was that mentality of this is what a black man is supposed to be. And one of those things is he cannot be interested in other men because that makes him less of a black man. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I can't be my man, sexual witch. <laughs> I can't black be my... <laughs> men straight out reaching when it comes out of claiming masculinity. I'm like, so we can't do sh- Y'all can't do shit no more, huh? Right. But, uh, what Black women do it too. Because you know about that whole trend, like if a man does this, they're gay. They've been popping up on mm-hmm. Twitter. Like ask for dessert. I'm like, damn, y'all can't enjoy a good meal? right like damn child and it, it kind of worries me like whenever i go to a restaurant and i ask for like lemonade and i remember that ask for lemonade in their water she's gay i'm like damn can't even enjoy good fucking water either. Right. y'all can't eat y'all can't drink and it's so weird because people always ask me is pink lemonade okay and i'm like bitch they they, they taste quite the same <laughs> it's not like it has a strawberry tween to it it's it's literally the same Minute Maid. Put some real strawberries in it. It should be right. The Minute Maid lemonade is the same for both flavors. And I know that because I love me some lemonade. (laughs) It's no difference. Give me the drink, regardless of if it's pink. Sorry, if it's pink Pink. or yellow. (laughs) (laughs) Give me my damn lemonade. I didn't ask you for the look if i'm the commentary the questions look if i if i ask for kool-aid then ask me what color red or purple depending on how (laughs) i'm feeling i I really don't remember half the flavor of the kool-aid right now child something it's either cherry strawberry or some shit i don't know the red one give me that they had a watermelon at some point they probably did i feel like the watermelon was disgusting It's like, oh, we making these for the niggers. <laughs> Shut up. Yes, I had to add the this- ER. I'm sorry, y'all. If your if your ears ached in that moment, I'm so sorry. I apologize. But yeah. Uh, speaking of which, Kool-Aid is an appropriated name because Kool-Aid mm-hmm. in the past was hunch punch today. And that was like the black people's drink. So just thought I should put that out there. Anyways. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But that's that's <laughs> what I came up with in my little research about some terms. So I hate yeah. you. <laughs> I accept it. <laughs> well, we're, I'll be talking about black fetishization. But yeah, mm-hmm. back to that. Yes, it does happen very often within the black community uh, against each other. And it it is very saddening to see. Man, shit. We just not getting motherfuckers to accept natural hair. Oof. I'm saying it's, we're just getting people used to the concept of natural hair at this point now. Facts. They still be tripping, I say tripping, tripping about it, but they're getting used to the idea and the concept that we don't want to wear weaves. We don't want to do all this shit to our hair. Okay, women can wear weaves. Like sometimes it is, sometimes it does protect the hair. Mm-hmm. Unless you have this brittle ass fine hair like my bitch ass. You know, it hates everything. I. I... I usually I be feeling so left out on that conversation because I know black women's hair is hella discriminated against, uh, most definitely in this country. But I often think about my upbringing because I always wanted to wear my hair a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And as I got older, I even experienced shame when it comes to my hair. Man, um, black men can't have long hair apparently right and and like, like damn y'all can't have damn unless the only people that was it was it was a, from my experience the only people that was acceptable to have dreads well have locks and longer hair either had to be feminine gay men or um well for longer hair um somebody who's just famous or uh, for locks, they had to have been someone from the islands. And it's like, other than that, you have to have your hair cut. You have to have waves. You cannot look scruffy and all this other Mm-mm. stuff because that's not that's not the look for Black men. And that's something that I got from Black men and Black women. And I'm like, yep. I don't want to, I don't like cutting my hair uh, because one, 
they keep cutting my they always kept uh, cut my hairline way too far back <laughs> it was annoying yeah, and secondly maybe we I did make like, fun of you right and i i kind of like the scruffy look like let me be scruffy but um so that always bothered me and i'm just now getting to that point like literally 2020 where i was like you know what i'm tired of having to get my hair cut just so i can make sure i can get a job um when i just want to rock my natural hair or grow my hair out i want to have my nappy looking um starter locks in my head <laughs> let them grow out the way that they need to grow out regardless of what kind of job i'm applying for i want that for myself so i'm going to do that mm-hmm. regardless of what other people say and it took a long time for me to just get to that point and i think that's a conversation that we don't have often when it comes to the black community here mm-hmm. like what was it Another thing is like sports. Apparently, you're supposed to be great at sports. Oh yeah. Like mm. I like certain sports. My sports of choice were soccer and tennis. That shocks a lot of people. Like, but you're black. I'm like, oh, I don't really care for basketball or anything. Like, for some reason, the only sport you can play as a black female is basketball and maybe softball. Mm. Well, you know, we, we got Venus and Serena, so tennis is a little bit open there. I think, or is it? It's not really open. They. We we got the two, so everybody else is a no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but my yeah, like I absolutely love soccer and tennis. Like they're my favorite sports. And I also like baseball. I like all apparently I'm just not black enough for that shit. I'm like, man, whatever. <laughs> oh, you also gotta like trap music. Ew. Like I've been asked if I knew a song. I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck they're saying, let alone like the song. Child, I I, I, I've learned to just not even go into the arguments about music anymore because people who are like huge rap fanatics, and most definitely when it comes to trap music, it's like, oh, this this rapper, this rapper, this rapper, lyric, lyric, uh, we can go lyric to lyric or lyric by lyric, however you phrase it. I'm just like, I'm an R&B person at first. Secondly, I'm a message song lover. So if the rap song has a message to it, that's not all about bitches and hoes and spending money, then I might actually like the song, but it has to have truth to it. And I can <laughs> I can tell the song doesn't with Kendrick Mar. Legit. Like, which I thought was really funny when like we're doing that all that Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. She was like, why isn't any rappers talking about it? People were like, Kendrick Mar's been talking about this shit. Been. But they were calling them corny because of it though. I'm like, damn. And, and I, my thing is, if you really want to be like Black Lives Matter and all that other stuff, well, Black Lives do matter. I know yeah. I say that in a very kind of condescending way, but yeah. that's for those people who are about the talk and not the walk. But if you are going to like call out any rappers about their support when it comes to Black Lives Matter, um, can we not remember the fact that when... Um, Kaepernick did his knee uh, when he was down on his knee. Fucking Jay-Z, y'all's favorite, was paid to tell Black people that they should just go ahead and let it go and support the NFL so that they did not continue to lose more money from Black support. Do y'all remember that happened? Because that happened. That's y'all's fave. But Black Lives Matter. But you allowed him to just say, it is what it is. Continue and go. But I... I'm not going to say he's not worthy of growth because we all are. So I don't know his stances right now, but the man has always been about the money more than it was mm-hmm. about the people from what I saw. He but was again, about people back in the day, but then that money came in. Right. Money changes people. And not always for the better either. Mm-mm. And it, the artists that I love the most are those who may have money, but they still speak about their truth which is why i like a lot of r&b artists people call them corny all the time but i do love me some logic though wait who logic oh logic oh i haven't heard that name in a long time people like he's so damn corny like he is a he is a fucking corn ball i would say that every day he's a damn corn puff but he'd be spitting i'm like you know that shit's not wrong you know he does say he's black every other area of the line but you know what <laughs> he's but thing is he's very white passive so sometimes he probably he probably does have to fight for his black identity he does because like he's very fair-skinned and his mom was racist as fuck mm. 
child, this is crazy that you have Logic over here who's not getting that much support by a broader Black community. Yet, everybody's all for, what's his name? Pete, whoever's dating um, Kim Kardashian? Pete Davis. Pete Davis. I've seen people who just like, oh yeah, we love him, all this other stuff. But we we can't call him out for... His toxic ass behavior. Right. Like the dude's not black. Y'all know that, right? He's not. <laughs> so, like, I'm not going into Kim and Kanye BS, that foolishness, because yes, Kanye does need to That's... go to therapy. Uh, and he's it's been needing to go to therapy for years. Years. And his mother's death is not an excuse for him to continue to act the way that he's acting. Because guess what? Mm-hmm. I lost my mother a lot younger than Kanye lost his. There's a way to heal. He's not taking it. That's a personal choice. Mm-mm. Yes, there's mental health involved in that, but he can he can make the choice. He has the funds to do it. But I'm just going to let that lay where it lay. I remember his tweet, his Twitter rant, uh, rant, uh, rant when Kim was trying to put him to therapy. Child. <laughs> yes. God, that whole mess. I'm like, I can't even get mad at, I wasn't even mad at Kim the entire time. I'm like, what the fuck? She is living through it. She is, but yeah, she is. Oh, and I don't even follow celebrities like that, and I know this stuff. Man, shit, it's like the entirety of uh, MGK and uh, what's that bitch's name? Megan Fox's relationship. <laughs> Everything I want to know about them has been involuntary. It's enforced upon me. <sighs> I don't be caring. Oh let God. these celebrities live their lives, and let's just make sure that they get the proper help that they need. Let's make sure the basic, the poorest of the poor, those who have no funds, low income, middle income, and higher income people get the help that they deserve when it comes mm-hmm. to mental health, physical health, and overall wellness, because it, yeah. it's a mess. I um, think the overall perception of the Black community can also be changed with the help of the Black community, but some of us also perpetuate it and then, like, also think it's true. Right. It's like, honey, no. Not all of us going to be good at basketball. Not all of us Black women are going to have these big booties. Not all black men are going to have a big dick, and it's okay. Like, don't okay. beat yourself up about it. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. There's people out here for you. There are people out here who's happy and ready and willing to choose you. You don't have to. You don't have to jump out there to just be picked. There's someone that's. Well, ready please to don't be a pick me. Please don't. Please don't be a pick me. It's degrading for you, and it's low key degrading for the person who choose who decided to pick you because. It shows a lot about them. And if, if you're not willing to put energy into yourself to help yourself grow, don't be out here dating. Mm-hmm. It's just going to cause more trauma that you don't need. Mm. But like, I honestly feel like pick me's are the answer to toxic masculinity. Like oh, you yeah. care. They, they are, they are designed for the toxic masculinity crowd. They are designed for the black fetishization crowd because they get to, Live out oh, the God, yes. of those persons because those black me. women. I just need. I need. I'm not you. like the others. I won't complain. No, I won't complain. complain. I won't complain. I don't go. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm a proper Jewish lady. I'm gonna fucking complain. Look, as you like, I don't get why we are raised to think that complaining is a bad thing. No, complain. You have an opinion. Use that. That's shit. how shit gets done. That's how shit gets done. Like, like who've been doing it for centuries look at them now look i need to speak to a manager to what complain that's where that comes from they complain i did they have, have a, a i need to fix the manager moment i legit went to the back room got a sip of water and came right back out <laughs> what i support that like you ain't gonna be a dick to me and expect me to just fulfill your demands right i'm petty enough to just sit to do exactly what i just did Go in the back. Oh, one moment. Go in the back. Get some water and come right back out. I need to be properly moisturized, and I tell you to get the fuck out my building. Ain't it? But yeah, it's a mess out here. A huge mess. Like complain, complain. I think the worst ones are the ones that don't even realize they're doing it. Oh, like narcissists? No, That's like they be knowing. I take no, that. no, like the acts, like the people who really think something about a certain group. Because mm-hmm. that's what they heard. That's what they grew up knowing. That they never had a chance to really prove that wrong. Yeah. So for them, like this is this is fact. This is what it is. Until they meet people of that 
of that group, like they don't know any better because there are some communities that are just white. There mm-hmm. are some cities that are just white. And this is why diversity is important. Diversity and inclusion like, is important. A lot of them end up doing accidental fetishization or just stereotyping because that's all they know. Yeah, like they never really had a chance outside the internet, but and you know the internet can be wild as hell. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, they can probably like get some facts on their own and figure it out. But then at the same time, how could they really discern that as truth? Right. That's why I personally don't <clears throat> get offended too much about those who move to the U.S. from a foreign country because it's like I know the material that you all saw about Black people. I know your perception of Black Americans come from the... How white people resented it. Yeah, the 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 guys of... Not guys, the gays of individuals who hate Black people here in America. Yeah. So you're getting their perspective only. You're not getting the Black stories, which is why I'm happy every time I see... It can even be a movie about people who are enslaved. I'm happy to see those films because like, I'm happy too. But I, mean, I am getting tired of the uh, the slave stories. I was like, damn, is that all y'all see us as? Is this a form of slaves? We can't be inventors. We can't be leaders because there are mm-hmm. a lot of black people in history who've done great things. Right, and I, I'm talking about not. I'm talking about the newer ones that's coming out where you get the perspective of those who were enslaved and not those who were the masters. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing I do appreciate, but I do like that we are doing a lot more like Lovecraft Country, like films like that that have, well, that's a TV show, but you know, you have things like that coming out more and more these days that gives you a more in-depth perspective of who Black people are here in America, what our stories are, what our stories represent, what our history was here in our experiences, how that has impacted us to this day and continues to impact us going forward. So like those are the things that I truly appreciate from what's actually being produced at this moment. Now, um, like, so whenever I do come across someone who lives overseas, uh, like I know plenty of people who uh, were like, oh yeah, I'm thinking about moving to the U.S. Most of they're black uh, or, or pan-African. Um, they like, oh yeah, I'm thinking about moving to the States. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, don't come here. Do not, do not. They don't like us here. They do not. You do not want to come here. You will be hated automatically. It's going to be hard for you to find a job. They are going to do everything to hurt you. Do not come. Even with the legal visa, they're still going to consider you as a, a, an illegal immigrant. Don't do it. Find some place happier. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. This gonna probably um probably new, but they do treat uh black people who come from other countries better than they do American black people. That is true. That is because true. like oh they chose to come here. That is true, and they are automatically seen as being smarter than those who were born here, which is crazy. Because it's like okay, yeah. so you're saying someone from a foreign country is less smart than someone who's been in the American education system throughout their entire life. That says a lot. Yeah, but are you surprised? I'm not. (laughs) But yeah, so it's just, it's insanity. It is. Anyway, it is getting to that time. Shane, you know I got them. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit of never have I ever. So let me go ahead. Damn deck of cards. Get this little thing going around. Um, I need to find my book. I have a, uh, a, a book of some of these questions in Would You Rather. You need to play that one these days. All right. <clears throat> what is the thing? This should even have been in, been in this deck. I don't know what that is. Here we go. Oh, I don't like the phrasing of this, but never have I ever been approached by a hooker. I'm going to change that to a sex worker or uh, or a trafficked person. No. You have? I haven't. Um, I have been approached by plenty of starter. Actually, I've been approached by someone who has a strong following on social media that's a sex worker. And a few wannabe sex workers. 
What's a wannabe sex worker? These motherfuckers in Atlanta who thinks that you're just going to pay for sex for a mediocre dick. Oh. <laughs> it sounds sad. It's very. And uh, I don't pay for sex from anybody because I know Mm-mm. what I bring. And if we were to value what I bring to the table, motherfucker, you can't afford to have sex with me. So why would I pay $20 for something that costs way more than what you can actually have? $20? Girl, yes. Right, right. I'm not going to pay for sex for nobody. Now, low-key, actually, if it was my favorite porn star, I would actually pay. I don't have a favorite porn star. You need to find you one. <laughs> well, that's something we should probably talk about. Hey, I'm, I'm open no, to it's the like conversation. The, like people have like thoughts about porn. Like I personally don't care because I was given a proper sex talk by my mom. Mm-hmm. So when I started my encounter porn, I was like, okay, this is not realistic to what I should expect growing up. Like when I start having sex. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, some do not have that perspective or that talking from their parents or just anyone in their family. So when they see sex, like sex in the porns, they think this is normal. Mm, true. Like this is how like they're supposed to be treated or stuff like that. Or like they just think that's a normal way of sex. Like they don't understand like their own bodies and what they like mm-hmm. and what they would want from sex. You are 100% right about that. Um, That's also my next research thing that I'm doing is there's this thing called scripting theory, which pretty much talks about how we have uh, societal scripts in which we follow in terms of how we express our sexuality. Uh, And a lot of that do do stem from like porn. So yeah, it's some some shit. Uh, (laughs) And Speaking of speaking of what you were just talking about, if you are a person who don't know about how porn is not a real indicator of how you express your sexuality or mm-hmm. how it is all fake, or if you just don't know how to find what you like when it comes to your sexual expression, I definitely 100% recommend purchasing the essential guide on how to be a hoe that's the purpose of that book shameless plug shameless that's actually a good way to advertise the book right there that's the way to do it (laughs) you can find it on amazon (laughs) so shane would you like another question or do you think you're done for the day let's go for another question i'm not a one and done bitch Ooh, i fuss (laughs) with it yes so but unfortunately i'm being someone who has more energy than me and i am absolutely exhausted at the end of it i'm like i gotta go to work <laughs> i've actually had a call out from work before damn universe like nigga i can this is a white man by the way universe what 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 you telling me like what you doing <laughs> no he, actually my, my therapist told me to go outside my usual type i've tried well i I, i'm very broad in when it comes to what i'm interested in so there's that but you're right you're right i I do i i I figure it out universe let me know um (laughs) but i will be honest my um i i did have someone my ex that would actually tire me out and i I appreciated that i was like yes oh yeah sometimes a good night sleep is a good night sleep but when a bitch gotta go to work right and say i gotta go go to work i got bills to pay Look, that's the energy that I need to be brought all the time. Oh, I appreciate the energy very much. I appreciate it very much. <laughs> so the next uh, next one. Never have I ever given or received a golden shower. Is that peeing on somebody? Uh-huh. Ew, no. <laughs> I, uh-huh. What were you saying? Like he made a joke about it once. I'm like, my God, you must not like living. <laughs> I'm like, piss on me. Let me feel a drop. Look, I I have not um given or received. I do not want to receive one, but I am open to giving one. Gross. <laughs> Cause it's like if that's I like to experience new things too, but <clears throat> If that is what that person is into, most definitely they feel like paying a nigga to do it. 
I'm, I'm here <laughs> for it. You probably get a pretty big. Look, I'd be up in here. No, I can't. I was about to say I'd be up in here like uh, R. Kelly, but I don't want that energy. I'd be up in here like Dave Chappelle playing R. <laughs> That's Kelly. That's what I was thinking about the Dave Chappelle song. You want to know something? Drip, drip, drip. <laughs> that was my mom's favorite song. <laughs> Listen, we got to admit, Dave Chappelle, even to this day, still be hitting. I'm like, damn. Look, I might play that he song. He doesn't give two fucks. And I'm like, like when, they, when they're like going after him again, I'm like, really? This is what we're going at people for? That, those jokes were tame compared to what I've heard Child. from gay people. Oh, gay people are a mess. I'm like, hold up. No, the transphobia within the gay community is ridiculous. Right. It is crazy. And those jokes are also worse than anything that Dave Chappelle ever would have said. So hell. I actually post them like this is literally from a gay Reddit fit a page. And my thing is, <clears throat> I get because like Dave Chappelle's a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Like the the thing that bothers me, I, I like how we just got on this tangent. This is part of the episode, anyways. Now, um, the thing that bothers me with it is that like the problematic statement, the thing that offended trans people, is a thing that's not really being talked about. And the thing that offended trans people was his comment that trans women are not legitimately women. That's the offensive part. But you know, yeah. white America, who is that, the, the whole thing, like. <laughs> The whole thing is offensive. Right. They're talking about, oh, this show is all kinds of trash. He was offensive to trans people. All of his jokes about trans people are very, very rude. No, his jokes about trans people were actually funny and thought-provoking. On top of that, his like, jokes... Because he made some uh, good points in his comparison. Yeah. like He his be racist all fucking day or a pedophile, but you can't say anything about the gay community. Well, you're just the worst person ever. I'm like, so we're gonna let pedophiles just roam free now? Yep. I'm like, well, they let a lot of artists and TikTokers pass and their blatantness of it. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? Because the way I see it, the one thing this I'm, is no, this is no way at all excusing transphobia, though. It's not, it's not like the thing that really bothered me from uh his um his last whatever it's called, his last show is that uh yeah, his last special is that. Because this happens a lot when it comes to heterosexual, excuse me, black men, is that they separate black gay people from the black community and just put black gay people on the same level as white gay men. And I'm like, that doesn't really exist because we're shitted on in the black community. I picked that part up differently. I think how I interpret it is like how gay black people have to figure out if if they're gay or black first. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is something that a lot of I've had to do with several times. Like, well, it's against the gay community. No, it's offensive to the white gay community. Right. That's why you guys want to make it a big topic for the entire gay community. Mm-hmm. It's because you are offended. You guys get offended about it. Not saying you guys. I'm just saying, like the ones that always get offended are always offended. Like always nothing can offended. be talked about. I'm like, y'all act like black people or people of color haven't experienced this already right because those of us that people of color we can't hide our color we can't we can't i can, you and you and i cannot deny the fact that we are black as fuck black as fucking love it <laughs> the skin glowing man got to hydrate in these streets look and it's winter time too lord lord lotion. i'm bathing in lotion and carmine <laughs> like because the the thing that because I was triggered by it because there's been plenty of uh, conversations I've had with heterosexual Black men um, when it comes to like Black issues versus gay issues or whatever the uh, issue is. But I've had conversations where some there were some Black women in the same conversation making the same comment, which was ridiculous. They were like, they treat y'all better than they treat Black people. And I'm like, bitch i am black we're all black in this discussion like how am i how am i an other how am i a y'all and how how am i as if i am a black gay person how is america treating me better than black people the only Mm -hmm. right that gay people have gotten within the last so years was to get married 
everyone was getting married before that. So you're saying now that I can get married to a man, if I choose to get married to a man, I am put at a higher pedestal than black people? What? Man. I'm still, I can still I had a hurt feeling just for the hell of it. Like the fuck? <laughs> I had a hurt feelings at one point and I, I know I made people pissed. I'm like, Sherry's why y'all even have fucking rights because it's two women of color. Mm-hmm. A black woman and a Latina. So that there was no white in the equation. None. And they're like, well, no, 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 no. We're gonna get we're gonna be pissy about shit. I can do better. The leaders of the women's suffrage. Speaking of people, we need movies about them. Do like like we have was it Harvey Milk? Who? He gave us a flag. Oh really. um she said Harvey Milk. What? <laughs> what the fuck is this? What the name Marcus is Garvey. <laughs> what the fuck is milk? I don't know. That's no, this is a movie something about someone milk, and he was uh. But are uh, you talking about the Pan African flag, the uh, red, black, and green? Hold on, let me let me look this shit up because I swore I heard that name somewhere. That is hilarious. If that's a, a true name, this is going to be like they're going to be like, um, is the whole whole podcast usually this long? No, it's not. No, but like, well, he did right. anyway. Who? Oh. Harvey Milk was the first openly gay male elected public office in California. Oh, he was assassinated. Oh, was he black? No, he was white as hell. Oh, speaking Either of... way it goes, there's a movie about this man. But we can't get that. See, since you brought up California, well, that triggered me. Yeah, it's called Milk. That's, that's what I was I showed this movie at work the other day. Uh, the movie is called Milk. He's the first openly gay man assigned to a public office in california so it's like we can get movies about white people who are gay the first gay people to do something why can't we get movies on the flip side child they're still not giving james baldwin the respect that he deserves man james baldwin deserves more than the fucking movie he deserves several documentaries a series a mini like not even a mini series a whole ass series at least five seasons even if it's just based off one of his books. Oh, all his books need to be a, a fucking show. Need to be something. Like, the thing that really... Because when you said politician, gay, California, I got triggered because that r- reminded me of a story that happened, I think, 2019. of uh, I forgot the man's name. I feel like it's Sutton Edward. Uh, I need to look it up. But it was a Democrat in the state of California who had multiple young black men who overdosed on meth or what other drug this this wasn't a one-time thing so it was multiple in that sense as in i think it was three probably two young black men overdosed at his place they weren't all at the same time that's why yeah but yeah they over od at the same time Mm -hmm. they od'd at his place and he hasn't even been brought for any kind of criminal charges. It's like, oh, this is all over. Uh, this is all an accident and stuff like that. This man has a fucking pattern at this point. Once I understand there's a possibility of um, a mistake, uh, it was an accident, but multiple times, mm-hmm. twice you have young black men over to your place, twice they died from an OD of whatever drugs that you provided them because they didn't purchase it. I need this to be answered, but we're not going to talk about that because, you know, it's gay black men in the United States. And this is a Democratic leader. Now, it's annoying. like, what are we doing here in this country? <laughs> Either way it goes, I knew Harvey now. Milk. Huh? Either way it goes, I knew a motherfucker named Harvey Milk. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Harvey Milk. But yeah, it's... It's... it's that's why I was like, wait a minute, didn't they just make them? Don't they have a movie about this random gay white men? There's so many movies about random. And then, like, in a lot of movies, the gay best friend is white. Child, Brokeback Mountain. Oh, God, that movie. I actually have to watch that for a program that I'm in, but. Which is very weird. Like, our country will watch the fuck out of movies about gay people, but ask that the best for rights or some shit. It's like, wait, why would you consume the media? Right, girl. I think it, who's the highest demographic for watching RuPaul's Drag Racing was white women. I believe it. 
And I'm like, wait a minute. That does not Y'all be consuming like- the fuck out of the media and the content. But damn, they can't get basic human rights. Nope. Not at all. Not in this country. Because, like, my sexuality does give me some leeway in what I can do. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pansexual. I found out my boyfriend is actually bisexual. So we can both still pass in some circumstances in a heterosexual relationship and be fine. We might get some slack for being an interracial couple, but we can still pass as a straight couple. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I don't want everyone to experience the right and the happiness of being in a healthy relationship that they can get married in. Mm-hmm. If they should choose. Like some people just don't want to get married. And that's their right. That's their choice. But yeah, but they still should have that option. Mm-hmm. Well, we have people in other countries getting married to inanimate objects, and we can't even. <laughs> uh, bro, that damn body pillow of the animate exactly. girl. The fact that we both know it. <laughs> Can we have people in this country marrying themselves legally? Thank you. I would never want to marry myself. I'm terrible. Ain't it? Look, I love myself, but I don't think I could be contractually married to myself. I just can't. No, no, Plus, that I'll... sounds so fucking lonely. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Universe, it. don't ever put me in that position. <laughs> Man. Please don't. <laughs> I I just take being lonely with no without the marriage. I'm okay with that. Man, I just get a bunch of fucking pets and call it a day. Look, <laughs> be happy that, sounds... that way. Like, uh, yeah, we, these countries are whole kinds of messed up. I'm like, wait, wait. People, same sex couples can't get married, but I can legit marry myself. Hmm. Isn't that technically that's the same sex marriage? Okay, sheer technicalities, yeah. <laughs> like you broke it down to the basics of its two bare bones. On my legal documents, it has male and male, or female and female. <laughs> hmm. Same sex to me. <laughs> Man, be wild. <sighs> Hell, I- it's funny, because me and him actually talked about like the whole marriage thing, and we both agreed we don't want rings. I don't either. I would rather an earring. Like I'm, I want a necklace. Uh-uh. I wear one every day, but he won't be able to wear wear one in general because if he works in manufacturing, mm. he he's he goes and looks at different uh, plants. He might lose a fucking finger if he's not careful. Oh, yeah. And then me, I don't like wearing rings because they feel uncomfortable. I I know if I had a ring, I would just not put it on because I'm not used to wearing rings at all yeah, for jewelry. I- like, yeah, that's why I'm open to the earring because that's about it. <laughs> well, I could put on a bracelet. That that would probably work. But a ring, that'd be left at home on a regular basis. Sorry, but not really sorry. Yeah. Whew. Well, Shane, I need to go ahead and close out this episode. <laughs> we're going to be here all night just talking. All fucking Nonsense. Night. Nonsense, but great sense. But um, Great sense, that's what we're calling it. <laughs> it has been a pleasure speaking with you today, Shane. Always, always uh, love. I can't wait for our next episodes. Uh, if you are new to the Holiloquy podcast, please make sure you subscribe, share us with your friends, your family members. If you uh, want to, you know, connect with us outside of the podcast, just follow me on social media. Uh, I'm not giving that out yet. <laughs> you might get it in the next episode. So, yeah. My big ass head will pop up in this news feed at some point. <laughs> Actually, if it's Batman related, we are all about the Batman slander. All about it because fuck him. Fuck Batman. Batman is trash. He's horrible for any community to have. Batman mm-hmm. is the popos, okay? Reform. He's worse than the popo. <laughs> Defund Batman. <laughs> Anyways, thank y'all so much for joining us at the whole. Man, no, you're going to have people come out with Bat Lives Matter. Black Lives Always Matter. I said Bat Lives. <laughs> oh, Bat Lives. Always Matter. But that didn't stop the Joker from killing um, old Jason Todd or oh, paralyzing uh, Barbara. Here in the Bat. <laughs> Robins don't matter. <laughs> Fuck the hell. <laughs> you can get well, the those Bat family. They're, they're, they're considered the part of the Bat family. Oh, mm. he, man, Jason Todd be giving uh, Batman the business. Facts. 
But yeah, thank y'all so much for joining us uh, here at the Hollywood Podcast, where we step out and speak about sexuality. It's been a pleasure. Love you all. See y'all next time. If you or someone you know and love are battling with thoughts of suicide, we ask that you reach out and talk to someone. You are not alone. I have battled with similar thoughts, so I understand how you are feeling in this moment. You are not weak. You are not a burden. You are a person with valid pain and experiences. You are loved. If you are in that headspace where you cannot see the brighter side of life or just wanting to end it all, please reach out to the Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. If you're not ready to talk on the phone or if you just prefer to text, the crisis text line can be reached by texting HOME to 741-741. Again, text HOME to 741-741. Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast and we hope you're still with us for our next episodes. Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. You can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com. That's www.h-e-a-u-x-l-i-l-o-q-u-y.com. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation.